Hi, this is ESPN's Dave Lamont, and you're listening to the Sports Objective Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates. Welcome in to a special edition of the Sports Objective that we have an emergency pod as we have now USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. Of course, that's, no, um, that's not breaking news anymore. We're going to talk about the after effect of that, maybe what's coming next. And with us right now, we have, ladies and gentlemen, all the way. He's taking a break from his vacation and blowing Rock, North Carolina. It's Kyle from LaGrange. How are you, sir? What's going on tonight? I'm Kyle from Blowing Rock. Um, I'd love to move up here. It, the weather, you know, back home, Dave, you know, 90-some degrees. Oh been, been in the 70s overnight and the 50s while I've been up here. The cabin doesn't even have an air conditioner. It's, it's uh, on a – I need to move up here. I'd still be a pirate, you know, amongst these app fans. But, uh, yeah, I love it up here. Unfortunately, all the way up in the state of Connecticut, he is actually a, a pirate in Connecticut, and that would be our very own Semenza. How are you, man? I'm pretty good, guys. You know, uh, just kind of taking in the expansion news as best as we can, you know, and looking forward to connecting on this. Uh, you know, I had a chance today. I had a long drive in the car, and I have serious satellite radio. And yes, had a chance to listen to all the sports shows, you know, the Fox perspective, the ESPN perspective, and um, – you know, it's really interesting to hear the different uh, opinions on this. But I just want to say I'll break it down in two quick two quick uh, segments of the population. You have the P5 homers, all right, that they're going to talk about. They look at expansion. They talk about we're advancing the game. We're moving college football forward. And then the best one, the one that I get a kick out of, is that this is a better opportunity for – get ready for it – student-athletes because – this wow. thing is all about money. And and then you have the other school of thought, guys, which is where I come from. And I'm I'm just a college football traditionalist. Like it or not, that's that's how I feel about it. I think this is the greatest sport we have in the country. I hate to see it change, but it's changing. So um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens next. One of two things I think is gonna happen, and one of them is what I've been saying for a while now. I think you're gonna have a forty to fifty team highest level of college football. Uh, if it's forty that's better for East Carolina because, honestly, um, you know, it's going to put us competing with some teams we would like to compete with potentially, you know, down the road. And who knows what kind of conference we could end up in. There's going to be a lot of ACC teams left out if it's 40. If it stays status quo where it goes to 50 or 60, um, if it goes to 50 or 60, that could be bad for us, particularly 60 um, in the highest level. If it stays status quo and you just have two mega conferences, but everything else stays the same, if you follow me, it'll be interesting to see what the Pac-12 does. If they add six from the Big 12 to get to 16, if they take some from the Big 12 and some from the Mountain West, I, I can just about guarantee you this. When this is all said and done, 
I do not think we'll be in the American. I think we'll be in the, in, in the Big 12, the ACC, or the Sun Belt. One of the three, depending on how this plays out. Um, I, I just do not see us staying in the American because somebody's going somewhere else and the, the American's going to be affected and we're going to lose some more. At minimum, the American's going to lose Memphis and SMU. Yep, very and, much. And, and if that happens, the TV contract's done and we're not going to stay in this conference you know, to play Charlotte. It's not going to happen. So it'll be interesting to see what, how it plays out. I, I'm hoping for best case scenario. Um, it's a couple, there's a couple of good scenarios for East Carolina that can play out in this. I really don't, you know, and I'll shut up, Dave, unless you take it in a second, but I, I really, this doesn't really scare me because to me, the worst has already happened for ECU. I guess the only bad part would be if they decide on a 60 team highest level, then we'd be screwed. Um, and a lot of other teams would be screwed too, but then you're probably going to have all your regional ACC schools as a part of it. And, uh, then you're, you're left essentially playing FCS. Um, so. No, I, I, um, Colin actually, Colin and I actually agree on something, which is great. Uh, I'm just kidding, Kyle. But uh, seriously, the guys, the ACC has really the two conferences that are going to lose big. The ACC and Pac-12 are, are and the Big are, Twelve potentially. Sorry, not the Big Twelve. I'm, I'm sorry, but yeah, the Pac-12 and ACC, and particularly they. They thought that they were in good shape because they're. I remember that great alliance, guys. Uh, the Big Ten and the Pac-12, and you know, oh my God, they're it's 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 such a joke in the ACC. Look, the ACC right. They're now, all going to work together. Yeah, you see how well that worked. Um, <laughs> the way alliances like the American Alliance football, these alliances are a joke. Um, how about this, guys? You're, you're looking at right now Notre Dame. Um, it from the Big Ten, North Carolina and Duke are also um, they want the Big Ten wants them really bad uh, from the ACC. And then check this out: we've heard for the last year, Clemson and Florida State want desperately to go to the SEC. And here's another one: the Big Ten and the SEC, and that's Miami. Miami's been such a joke for a long time, but guess what, guys? Now that we have the NIL, they can cheat, and it's legal to cheat now. It's okay to cheat. So, you know, all that prostitutes and all the that donors and boosters that before got them in trouble. Well, now you don't have to worry about that now. So uh, you're looking at a situation you could have Clemson, Florida State and Miami. All How about Florida, Florida State and Miami all in the same conference? Clemson. Clemson is one that is the, the first of the, the ACC to break away because the, Dabo Haney is so worried that they're going to be left behind and he should be worried. And I'm going to tell you something else. Um, call it a hot take or whatever. This commissioner for the ACC, and I'm not an ACC homer, but from look, he, he's been horrible. He's been abhorrible. He sat around, and guys, he's been more worried, not, not that I care about it, but he's been more worried about leaving Greensboro, North Carolina, and the conference headquarters and the offices than to worry about college football and what's next. That was more important to him, and I think that's so stupid because now, guys, Kyle, I don't know if you heard me say in the green room, the Pac-12 and the ACC didn't take the automatic bids for the leagues, and now they're screwed when it comes to the future of the college football playoff. So you're looking at a situation. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. The, you know, It'll be interesting to see. So far, the ACC hasn't lost anybody. 
But right. when, if the dominoes start to fall, if, if you know whether it, you know, I also hear, you know, the Big Ten may be looking at uh, Oregon and Washington. Yeah. and Washington. So yeah. I, I don't know. You know, do you know? Does Notre Dame say no? Uh, and they does Notre Dame try to stay an independent still? You know, then do they add Oregon and Washington, North Carolina, and Duke if North Carolina and Duke will go? I don't know. You know, part of me wonders if, if you know, what's what's going to happen with all this? Who's the SEC going to take? You know, it, it's there's so many different scenarios that could play out. It, it's it's mind boggling. I, I tell you what, I wish would happen. I wish instead of two teams this year, two teams next year, and and, and, and just go ahead and get it over with. If you go and go. I mean, a Band-Aid. Just go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off. And, Kyle, you remember the Pac-12, they've had horrible leadership. And and, and so what they did, just like the Big 12, the Big 12 is, uh, if they think they're safe, um, they're also going to be in the firestorm. They're going to be in the middle of the storm. Well, you know, the Pac-12, you know, will they take from the Big 10 or from the Big 12? You know, will – Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU, will they take a couple? You know, BYU. Well, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the, if the Pac-12 goes, tries to go to 16 now um, and takes yep. Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU, Kansas, um, Iowa BYU, State BYU. Yeah. Huh? Iowa State, perhaps. The old Big nah, 12. It would be BYU. Um, and in fact, I, I kind of wonder if they would do four, from the Big 12, five from the Big Twelve, including BYU, because BYU is the Big Twelve now. I, you know, I kind of wonder if losing the Los Angeles markets, if the Pac-12 would look at San Diego State to get another major market yeah. back in California. I would think so. I've heard, yeah, Kyle, I heard that earlier this afternoon. That, um, and and another one that is interesting to me, but I don't think that um, people have mentioned this name of this afternoon. I just don't say. Do you guys think that Boise still has the same ring to it? It doesn't have the Bo- Boise. Gonna... Boise to the Big Twelve. If the Big Twelve loses some schools to the Pac twelve, but no, yeah, Boise is not going to the Pac twelve. No, that's. Not I don't see that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'll tell you guys. I think the next domino to fall, and I think the one that's going to really have the biggest impact on what happens in terms of breaking up the ACC and the Big Twelve, and but I think the biggest domino next is Clemson. And I really think that because they're a national championship team. They're a perennial top three, top four program. And yeah. And, and they're right in that Southern region where they're a natural Mm -hmm. fit for the sec. I think that I do think the AC is going to ACC is going to get rated. I think if Clemson becomes that next domino to fall and get picked up by the SEC, which I think is a natural fit for them. I think then you'll see the ACC begin to scramble. I think you'll see possibilities like UNC and Duke possibly go to the Big Ten. I think Kansas uh, actually – I've heard speculation. It's, again, it's just rumors and speculation at this point, but I've heard Kansas to the Big Ten has been talked about quite a bit because they yeah. want them for the basketball side as well. So, But I think Clemson is the, is the one to watch out for because – if they, I, I'm gonna move. disagree with you, man. I don't, I don't think, I don't think Kansas is going to the Big Ten. Big Ten seems to be going after markets. They don't need Kansas, but they basketball. But for basketball, that, that would improve. Yeah, they their don't basketball need Kansas. Hey, who gives a French fried titty fuck about basketball? It don't draw money. This is all yes, about football. Oh this my is god! This is all about football. This yes, is don't kid yourself. This is all about football. 
I, I, Kansas is in the middle of nowhere. I, I, I'll, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I just do not see Kansas football going. Is the I, joke. Kansas, Kansas football is the worst in all of it, in all of the so-called power fives. Yep. And I, I maybe bring, to, bring Mark Mangino back. Maybe actually, maybe to the ACC. I can see, I can see the ACC taking Kansas, but not the Big Ten. But um, the, maybe the Pac-12. Maybe the Pac-12, but not if, the Big Ten. If Duke, if Duke and North Carolina go, as rumors going that they, I know that the Big Ten wants North Carolina, but North Carolina has told them they are not going to another conference without Duke, and it makes perfect sense. You know, they're the two. That's your basketball rival. Why would you leave the conference that the two they, they they both need each other for ratings? I mean, that's the biggest but college. Do, do, the, the, it, it, as I just said, basketball doesn't drop the ship right now, but that that game does bring in huge ratings. Duke football is so awful though. Um so I, I don't know. Um, well, like Rutgers, there's so many bad teams in the Big Ten football wise. Yeah. And I kind of laugh about first sure. of all, Rutgers never should have been invited to the Big Ten. They they, they don't wanted them again again, Matt. They, they wanted that New York City market. I know, but so so that's where I, but that's where I always chuckled, Kyle, because nobody in New York City cares about Rutgers outside. Know. You know, it, it's such a strange thing to me that the Big Ten was so anxious to capture what they thought was that New York City market. But I don't really think they, I don't really think they achieved that. To be perfectly honest. Um, so it, it's always been a strange fit to me, but you're right. I mean, that was definitely the goal. You know, Rutgers sits about 45 minutes to an hour outside of New York City. But um, could Syracuse be on the table for the Big Ten? I tell you, I don't who, think so personally. I tell you who's on the table, guys. There's five schools, and help me out is that the accreditation for those that are listening or watching uh, AAC. I think it's something like that, like our conference. Um, for the American, but it's something like that with accreditation. There's five ACC schools that have it. Pitt, which would be a natural fit. Pitt is a natural fit for, I thought Boston College, I was wrong on that. There's uh, So it's Pitt, Virginia, Duke, North Carolina, and Georgia Tech are the five uh, schools that fit the criteria of the Big Ten. I don't think Georgia Tech is going does, to. Does, the S, does UCLA and SEC have that? I, I know what you're talking yes. about, but I can't think of the term either. Yeah. They have it. That's why the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are very snobby about that. They both um, those schools have that. That's why they pick those two. Not only the brand names, but also well, what about UVA? UVA does. Yes, one of the five. There's five AC schools that have that accreditation. Okay. So it's North Carolina, Duke, UVA, Pitt, and Georgia Tech are the what five. About AC. Duke. Yeah, Duke does. Okay. Yes, I, I, well, that, that'll be interesting to see um, how that plays out. I, you know, I wanted to get done and over with, and and then, like I said, I, I think best case scenario, ACC gets rated, and somehow we end up in the ACC. That was second be best case scenario, Big Twelve gets rated, and we end up in the Big Twelve. And I think worst case scenario, um, we end up in the Sun Belt. I, I, I just, like I said before, I'll say it again. If Memphis and SMU leave this league, even if we don't leave any lose anyone else, I got a feeling the money's gone, and we're not sticking around to play Charlotte. So it, it's and this is gonna, it's going to be a very interesting thing, guys. Uh, one thing I want to address with you guys too is obviously we can keep talking about the rumors and all that was great 
But right now, I'm going to, both of you are great at athletics, and I wish that you were in the athletics from the ECU, but that's a whole other show, as I say. But both of you right now, I'm going to designate both of you are working in the athletics department of East Carolina. You've got to be a fool right now. And I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm negative Nelly, Debbie Downer for our athletics program, and I'm not. You got to be a fool right now to think that we're going to be status quo. We at East Carolina have no. to look out for East Carolina. So both of you, whoever wants to go first, um, who you can phone calls to. I know we talked about the three conferences that you'd like to see, but what would you be doing behind the scenes? Because there's a lot of great people that listen to the show, that watch the show between fans. We have people that are inside the athletics department that listen to our show, some for various reasons. Well, the first, the first thing I would do is call North Carolina State and say, look, if you don't end up in the S- if you don't end up in the SEC, um, they're not going to the Big Ten, and the ACC gets rated. The the ACC gets rated. Uh, you need to support us, and I'd be calling the governor. I'd be calling uh, Wake governor, Forest. Yeah, yeah, well, Wake Forest is independent, so they 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 don't have to they don't have to do what Cooper says, but NC State does. Oh yeah, so I'd, yeah, be, yeah. Call, I'd be calling Governor Cooper. I'd be calling NC State. That's the first phone calls I would make right now. Um, the second phone calls I would be making is to my conference U.S. Excuse me, to my American conference friends, uh, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston, that are leaving to go to the Big Twelve, and say, "Hey, the Big Twelve leaves us some schools. We've been good conference mates to you guys in the past. Don't forget about us. You know, mm-hmm. we're doing what we can. Football's improving. In fact, we'll show it because we're going to beat y'all this year. Uh, and you know what we are in baseball." So that would be uh, my second phone call is to is to my conference mates that are leaving for the Big Twelve. Uh, and then the third phone call I'd make would be to the Sun Belt and say, "Hey, uh, guys, uh, just don't add anybody until you talk to us." Um, that's what I'd be doing um, because and, and I'd be on the phone with Orasco and I'd say, "Orasco, what is your plan if right. we lose some schools? Are you going to target some Sun Belt schools?" Will the Sunbelt schools come at that point? Probably not because the money's going to go away. The TV contract money right now for the incumbent members is $7 million. For the new members is $3 million. I believe the Sunbelt Conference TV money is $2 million. So if we were all to go down to $3 million, you know, I just don't see it as regional as that conference is, the Sunbelt I'm speaking of, any reason for anybody to move up for a million dollars because you're going to lose it in travel and in um, ticket sales. So I, those are the three phone calls I would make in that order. NC State and Governor Cooper. The second phone call would be to the to the, the American schools leaving for the Big 12. And then the third phone call would be to the uh, the, 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 the head of the Sunbelt Conference. Yeah. What about you, Mike? I can't say I do it much differently. I'd definitely be on the, on the phone very quickly with the Big 12 commissioner for sure. Um, lobbying, selling the program making sure he's fully aware of what we have to offer as a program. So that would be a big one. Um, just like Kyle said, I'd definitely be on the phone with our for, our former conference mates, UCF. Um, you know, I'd be connecting with the athletic directors from those schools, making sure that we're positioned appropriately. Um, and, then, and then obviously looking into the ACC options as well, because I really do think the ACC is going to fall here. Um, and it makes me wonder if – because if by some chance we were able to get into that situation, first of all, how ironic would it be if we wound up in the same conference as NC State? You'd have oh, people yeah. jumping off bridges. 
<laughs> well, even if State were to get in the yeah. SEC, uh, if we if we ended up in the same conference with Wake Forest and Virginia Tech, I mean, what about the Hokies and all this? That's what I was getting right at. A few years ago, the Hokies were a football power, and now they're an afterthought. Yeah. Hey, they, guys, I was thinking about everything. How about like, Louisville? Louisville, Virginia yeah. Tech. Those yeah. types of programs are on the fringe. They're in really they're in, in real danger right now. You know, and, and what's going to happen? You know, if the ACC gets raided and the Big Twelve gets raided even more, uh, will, will they merge together? Will the remaining ACC schools and the remaining Big Twelve schools merge together? You know, then where does that leave East Carolina? My guess would be the Sun Belt. You know, or maybe we would stay put because at that point, Memphis and SMU may not go anywhere if the remaining Big Twelve and ACC schools get together. So I really, you know, this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I'm not really that worried in terms of a negative standpoint. Because to me, the worst has already happened. Yeah, and Kyle, you talked about the uh, the super leagues. Yeah, the, the, I I don't think we get screwed. I I really believe that the two conferences to get or the three. Uh, in other words, there's no such thing, by the way, guys, as P5 anymore. You have not P2. P2, exactly, Kyle. I've been dying to say that to you guys all day long. And so when you have a situation like the Pac-12, Big 12, and ACC, they're the ones that are losers. They're the ones. Well, the ACC, I mean, what are they doing right now? I mean, I I don't know what they're doing. You know, they haven't lost anybody yet. Um, What's the Pac-12 doing? Has anybody heard anything? Has the Pac-12 commissioner released a statement? Yeah, it certainly seems to me that in that, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Dave. What were you going to uh-huh. say? Uh, no, I was just going to say to you guys that uh, for me, you know, they said all I heard today, I think Bubba sent in the group text about how they were talking about how the, I guess, the ADs or the presidents are like looking at expansion. Hello, the three of us on this podcast, everybody that's watching and listening and putting up comments on Facebook. And uh, thank you for doing that for YouTube. And we can chime, uh, keep chiming in. Any of us could that, that's common sense that you're going to be expansion, but like for me, guys, the one that I'm interested to see will they still go to the Big 12 or I guess the would BYU say now, if, if BYU gets the opportunity to go to the Pac 12, they're gone, but it won't just be BYU. No, it, I know it, that. It'll, be, it'll, it'll be BYU, it'll be BYU, um, and, and then some of the other schools from the Big 12. So now, if you're asking if what was your question. If your question was, if they don't get a Pac-12 invite and then the Big 12 loses a bunch of schools, will they still go or stay independent? I think they would still probably go to the Big 12 at that point. No, I was just asking if they – it makes – to me, to me, BYU makes perfect sense, more sense than obviously the Pac-12 they have an offer. Just like, guys, right now, I've said all along, Notre Dame needs to be in the Big 10. Notre Dame needs to be in the Big 10. And now here's some great leverage. Well, if you're the ACC right now, if you want to survive, you tell Notre Dame either join in football or you're done in all other sports. And you tell them tomorrow. You, you give them an automatic. You say you join in football, you're done. You know, we're, we're not going to get raided by the Big Ten. We're going to protect ourselves. And you tell Notre Dame, you have a phone with them today. You say, we're going to give you two weeks. And you decide if you're going to join in football. If not, you're done in all sports. And you can go join the Big Ten. Or go put the rest of your sports in the Big East or wherever you can, because look, if the big if they don't want to join us, if they don't want to join the ACC in football and they don't want to join the Big Ten in football, then that's going to put the rest of their sports in the Big East. So, to me, that's that's a card that the ACC needs to play. 
they need to tell Notre Dame, you either join in football or go take basketball and baseball and go play in the Big East if you don't want to go to the Big Ten either. Um, and I, I'd give them exactly two weeks if I was the ACC commissioner to make that decision. You know, the bottom line, I think, with Notre Dame, as long as they have that TV contract. But they keep. But there's more money to be made. I think. Big Ten, though. Yeah. But will they be able to renegotiate that? I mean, renegotiate what, Matt? A new, t- a new TV deal. The Big Ten will, yes. No, I'm talking about Notre Dame having, you know, uh, their exclusive no, I, rights. I don't. To I just don't see NBC forking out. The Big Ten is, you know, if, if USC and UCLA are going to make a hundred million dollars a year by joining the Big Ten, yeah. then I'm assuming Notre Dame would too. So, I mean, I don't know what that NBC deal's worth. But I, I can't imagine it being any more than that. I, it's so I, I don't know. Um, and guys, like I, I do know if I was the ACC commissioner, that Notre Dame would not be playing another year of basketball in the ACC unless they're that, going to football. And that lame ass four games or whatever. By the way, guys, that grant of rights, what's it called? The uh, the the Swafford put on them so they would have the you know the ACC network. Yeah, the grant of rights. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Twenty. 35 guys, do you know how much that costs to get out of the league? 52 million dollars. If you're gonna make 100 million in the Big Ten, that's no, I know that. I know. I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm just what I'm saying. My point is about us. Um, Bubba is the numbers guy. I think isn't um, our is it 45 million for our budget for ECU? The, the grant of rights, my point is bigger than our than our um, than yeah, our budget, and, and, and that may and that may keep the ACC together. I don't know. But I do know this with Notre Dame and the in the and, and, and you know I don't give two craps about the ACC, but if I'm running the ACC in the landscape of college football like it is, you, you damn right I tell Notre Dame you either you you know we're protecting ourselves, we're not going to get raided, so you're going to either join in football or go play basketball in the Big East if you don't want to go to the Big Ten either. Yeah, you know, and I think the other the I think that's a good point, and I and I think the other thing to really look at is. How far does the Big Ten want to go into the into the Pac-12? I mean, do they? How far into the Pacific Northwest do they want to go? I think the next the next logical choice for the Big Ten would be Oregon if they yeah, want to continue to, you know, you get Austin Stadium, you get that environment, and then from there, you know, I'm thinking Washington is in play. What about Stanford? What yeah, about Stanford? Stanford? Stanford would fill the academic. I don't know. Are they going to twenty, Matt? You know, if they're going to twenty. Do they really want UNC and, and Duke? If they want UNC and Duke, they're 16 now. You know, do they want Notre Dame? So if they want Notre Dame and they want UNC and Duke, if that's all true, then it would be Oregon. You know, I, somebody I said I read somewhere today that Oregon has told was told to be on standby for Notre yeah. Dame's decision. I don't know if that's true or not, but I read that. I've heard, that. That, I've heard that Oregon and Washington are waiting because basically Notre Dame is the pretty girl school, and hey, um, and the hey. If I don't, hey, right now uh, we're going for Notre the pretty girl, but you know the girls that are, yeah, they're pretty, but they're not um, like Oregon and Washington out there on the West Coast. It's crazy. It's hey, you need to line up so you'll be our third, like a cattle call, Cal. Uh, So you're the third choice. You're the fourth choice. Well, if they take if they take Notre Dame, Oregon, Washington, that leaves one spot. So you know that would be North Carolina. Will North Carolina go without Duke? I, I don't know. You know. If they're going to twenty, we're assuming they're going to twenty. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I suppose it could be beyond twenty, but good God, it gets difficult after that. 
And I'm assuming they want divisions that make sense. So you're going to have an East-West division. So, yeah, they're going to need more than just the two L.A. schools. Um, I, I don't know. It, it gets confusing. It, Oregon makes a lot of sense. Oregon yeah. makes a lot of sense. I could see that happening Nike. very quickly. Well, and they have that Nike, uh, you know, with yeah. Bill Knight and all right. the, you know, the uniforms. And and the either academics are pretty strong there, too, at Oregon and uh, Washington, right? Are pretty strong academically in memory. Yeah, and you get Seattle. Seattle's a major yeah. major market, which appears to be something the Big Ten cares about. Yeah, and that uh, game day you... environment at Oregon fits the Big Ten. It fits. It's a great environment. So, what about yeah? Uh, and, the, and the SEC and the SEC is not going to sit still. It'll be interesting to see who you know if it is Clemson. Is it Clemson or Florida State? It is uh, you know I, I don't know who the SEC who is on the SEC's radar at this point. Um, I would imagine Clemson and Florida State. Miami. Um, could it be Miami? Is there anybody else in the ACC? You know, are, are they? Is a Virginia Tech on their radar? Um, I haven't heard. You know. That was one of the questions, guys. I had is that uh, that very school, Virginia Tech. Uh, you would think that they're kind of uh, Cal. You, I mean, I'm sorry, Matt. At that point, you're right. Like Virginia Tech, Louisville. There's a lot of schools that are on that fringe. It's like a bubble. You, you know who's hoping the ACC gets rated more than anybody? Who? Almost heaven. West Virginia. Yes. Blue Ridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they know if the ACC gets rated, they got a good chance to get in and and get and get out of uh, their weird ass Big Twelve agreement. And the thing no, is, West Virginia is uh, it's too stupid about. The ACC and uh, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 acting crazy about academics because if you go to a university just like our university with East Carolina, there are a lot of hard majors. There's no cupcakes at when people say easy you. I get so sick of that. Um, every college you go to, you can go to UNC right now. You don't think people partying uh, whenever there's a school's in session on Franklin Street, Hillsborough Street, Ninth Street. Fifth Street for East they Carolina. Try, well, they try to. They don't know what they're doing at UNC. <laughs> I'm just saying my point is it's funny how they talk about the academic schools, but you look at East Carolina, there's a lot of great majors. There's a lot of tough professors. Man, the, I was a political science major there, and my grade point average suffered because I had really tough professors. They threw the book at us, but guess what? I'm better for it because I learned a lot, including – um, how to write a paper, 20 or 30 pages, you know, like you're going, you, I, I didn't sleep during my, a lot during my college years between writing papers and going places. I probably shouldn't at staying out to two o'clock in the morning, but that's a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Matt. Oh, no doubt. And um, listen, East Carolina has a lot to offer. And we know that anybody who went to, to East Carolina knows that the question is, does the rest of the country know it? And I think that's right. why we need to be very active, proactive. We need to be on the phones. Um, but I, I'll tell you what, just to backtrack for a second, I'm glad you guys mentioned West Virginia because I just hadn't thought about West Virginia. I just forgot about them today through all this talk. And, and yeah. they're, they're another, like you said, another one of those fringe teams that, mm -hmm. that's gotta be, just licking their chops tonight. I mean, trying to figure out what, you know, what's going to happen next. I mean, it, 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 I, how great would it be for an East Carolina if UNC, Duke, Clemson leave the the ACC and they decide to bring Florida in State, Florida State. Miami. Yeah. I mean, that, that would make, 
I think that would be the best logical fit for us. Oh my God! Could you see East Carolina, West Virginia, Cincinnati, UCF in the ACC? I, I think mean, it would be that, that, that would be awesome. Big Forest. Um, you look at that with East Carolina. You have Virginia Tech as a natural rivalry with East Carolina. You were talking about West Virginia. I mean, there's so many schools. And, um, and my I'm, one fear, my one fear though, is just overall people seem to want to expand out. And again. Would, would the remaining ACC and the remaining Big 12 schools, which would include West Virginia, just merge at that point? Um, which, if, if that happened, that may be the only way we still stay in the American, because that means Memphis and SMU wouldn't be going anywhere. Yeah. There's, right. It's like a the great thing about this. The great thing about this, this is like a male soap opera, male reality show right now. Um, and I know there's women that are interested, too, not to be sexist, but it's funny how this topic is so like last year, Texas and Oklahoma. And then this year, Kyle, you're right. Let's just go ahead and name every school you want, put them in there and, and let's get run. it over with. Yeah. Because I'm tired of like every summer it's good for us because it gives us something to talk about. And uh, we're here right before the holiday. Um, so it gives us something to talk about. We'll have a full show, obviously on Tuesday um, to talk more about it. Guys. I'm, I'm just, uh, my curiosity is way up. Um, are there any other, are there schools right now that you're curious? Like I'll tell you a school right now that I'm curious about is Tulane being the new Orleans market. Uh, if the big 12 survives, yeah, I think that they yeah. would be a, um, if they, you know, if the East big 12 survives in the league and loses some teams and there's not a merger between the big 12 and the ACC. Yeah. I think Tulane would probably be right there uh, on, on the big 12 short list for sure. Yeah. I was looking at the East Carolina. What I was looking at, guys, East Carolina, Tulane, SMU, and Memphis to the Big Twelve, and I, I don't know. Uh, you, you got it. You got to You got to take into account the Mountain West schools, Colorado State, yeah. Air Force. Um, yeah, they're going to get some looks too. So it, it it could be interesting to see. There's going to be a lot of ifs and buts to play out. That's why I would be on the phone with our former conference members that we already have Please. a relationship with. And not to say they're not doing it, so I don't want to say that, but if you're not doing it, um, you need to be on the full conflict right now. So so let me ask you guys this. Will the next domino fall prior to our show on Tuesday night, yes or no? I'm going to say unofficially yes, but not officially. I'm going to say there's going to be there's going to be a story out there that somebody's going somewhere, but it won't be official. I'm going to go with I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, no I, I'm going to go Monday. I'm going to say uh, I'm going Notre Dame. I think we're going to hear something from Notre Dame over the next few days. That's my gut feeling. I don't know. All right. What do you think? Kyle, who's the next domino, Kyle? I think the SEC is going to make a move because they can't stand being upstaged by the Big Ten, and uh, it'll it'll probably be Clemson. Ooh. That's I, that's I really think Clemson is, is the next domino, and it makes sense. They're a national champion. Yeah, probably the second best program in the country over the last decade. Think about Alabama. do they have the money to keep up an NIL um, like uh, like they have so before NIL? I don't know. You're not a Clemson engineering school. But uh, so is NC State, and they act like they don't have the money to keep up. So I, yeah, that's a good question, though, with Clemson. Um, you would think based on tradition and fan base that they, they'd be the shoe-in for the SEC. My one question is, do they have the money to keep up with NIL? 
that, but that's the reason why they would go to the. That's why they go to. The oh SEC. yeah, they. But the SEC want them. Um, if the I, I don't really know who else the SEC would take. So if their goal is to get to twenty, then yeah, I would say Clemson's a, a probably the next domino to fall, and it could be a Clemson Florida State combo. Yeah, what about Duke and North Carolina? I mean, yeah, does the SEC go after them? You know, who says yeah, they go to the Big Ten? Yeah, I, I, that's that's my thing. And, and another thing, guys, if you think about it, South Carolina Clemson is a huge rivalry, and I know it's maybe in that state, but when you put with football, you have Clemson and South Carolina would be a conference game. Um, so that's uh, that's right. another thing. Here's another topic I have for you guys. I was thinking about driving home. My phone is going to die very soon, so I'm going to wrap it up after this. All right, I was going to ask you, Riley, Lincoln Riley had a tough time, so he goes out to USC where he thinks he has an easy path. He has (laughs) an easy path to the, (laughs) once again, to playoff. They don't pick the playoff, which are idiots in the Pac-12 for the automatic bid. Now he's going to... Um, yes, they're playing. You know, they have a hundred million dollars. So, for see, uh, more, more, but to answer your question, more more talent in California, more money. Uh, now they're in the Big Ten. U.S. It's interesting that they took both them and UCLA. Uh, that's very interesting. Um, but USC theoretically, now with the Big Ten exposure, with the money they got, the recruiting the recruiting area they're in, USC could become what they were under Pete Carroll. And I'll, and I'll say this. Good luck. Apologize for the dog in the background, guys. I'll say this. Good luck to those Southern California schools going to play in Columbus oh. in the, <laughs> in late November. Good point. Uh, Michigan going into Penn State, Happy Valley, when it's 15 degrees and there's snow falling. Good luck, fellas. <laughs> I, I think they're going to take major lumps, especially UCLA. I think they're much further behind. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's why I truly believe that there's going to be some more. Uh, there's going to be some more. You know, I know Dave talks about UNC and Duke to the to the Big Ten, and maybe, but they got to take some more West Coast schools. U, USC and UCLA being out there by themselves doesn't make any sense. And no. Richard was asking about that's another thing. Thank you, Richard, for he asked uh, what happens to the Rose Bowl now. It's gone, brother. Uh, the Alliance is gone, not the Rose Bowl. But uh, they nuked that today. So basically. Um, that whole alliance, my understanding is with the, you know, with the Big Ten and the Pac-12, that's gone. So another, right now in our society, we're not going to get political, but now well, the Rose Bowl, the Rose Bowl still has is still Pac-12, Big 12 champion, our Pac-12, Big Ten champion, I, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, that that uh, Nicole Arbach, uh, Nicole Arbach that we've had on the show said they nuked it today. Nuked, so the, I, I, nuked what? What did they nuke? In other words, that's not going to happen alliance. anymore. The alliance between having both champions come to the Rose Bowl, another tradition gone. Well, in other words, the Pac-10 is saying, you know, the Big Ten, you just came in and poached our schools. Right. So, but, and but screw you. They're, they're giving them you, a big you, screw you. There's a, lot, there's a lot of conferences that have ties to bowl games. I mean, that's not you. I mean, that's <laughs> – I know, but that's the granddaddy – I know, I understand that, but that's the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, I mean, yeah and I really have never gave a crap about the, the – Oh, we lost. So I love. Yeah, I couldn't hear. So the Rose Bowl is my favorite game. I love. I personally love. Yeah, that's a great. I really do. Parade. Even the parade. I'm a parade nerd, so I'll go ahead and tell you right now. As much as I love football, I love parades. That parade is kick ass. Okay. Oh yeah. 
it's right up there with your and your neck of the woods with Macy's. Those two, I would love to see live. Um, you know, most things I probably wouldn't care about, but those are two things that would be on my bucket list if I could do it. Um, but you have the and when you have that game, you have the uh, parade. Then you have that game, and you and I are older than the other two guys on the, uh, the Rose Bowl. Used to be really, really big when they only had what was it five games on New Year's Day. I missed those yeah. days. Um, but anyway, that was uh, for me a big deal. But um, you know, what, how, it doesn't matter what we think; it only matters what's going on. That's why mm-hmm. we can't, um, we have so many great fans that uh, for East Carolina and do that. But I tell you what, um, you never. That's the fun thing about our show is that you never know what's going to happen. I, I'm I'm just curious to see about with Gilbert, and I'm going to put John Gilbert on the clock right now. We're paying you a lot of money. I don't have anything personally against him. I've said that a hundred thousand times. Um, we have people that are now catfishing us to find out what's going on with our show. Um, that's a whole other story. But anyway, um, yes, I said it live on the air. Um, but <laughs> we literally want to see some action. We want to see some action. Don't do reaction. Don't wait to the whole American is rated and then we have no place to go. Let's go ahead and um, let's make a move. Let's put Oresco on the clock. Let's say, what are we going to do about our, you know, uh, we hear about P6 all the time. What are we going to do now? Because I'm telling you right now, SMU and Memphis, if they have a chance, they're gone. They've been begging, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've got to have it. It can't be. We. I think Gilbert's a great guy. I like him personally. So when people think that I'm anti him, I'm not. What I'm trying to do is I'm saying, John, I like you a lot. Ryan Robinson, I like you a lot. What I'm trying to do is do a Matt Semenza. I'm still in your playbook, Matt. Wake up. Wake <laughs> up. Wake up. Yeah. Because you know what? There's a world around us. And again, it doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter the way things used to be 10 years ago. Matt and I were in school in the 90s. It doesn't matter how things used to be. They're not there anymore. They're not happening anymore. There's no BCS anymore. You know what I mean? There's like no Liberty Absolutely. Bowl Alliance, right, Matt? There's things are changing. So guess what? Exactly. Be paid. Look out for ourselves. We've got to look out for ourselves. So we want to do the show. But part of the show is, of course, about what is next for East Carolina. Matt, you um, are so passionate about East Carolina. And as a former athlete, I, and we're going to wrap this thing up in just a second because we're both tired and we have a holiday to <laughs> attend to. We have a holiday for a few days, but look, you, I, you're a former player. You worked your tail off and I can't use words. I want to use on the podcast right now. Tell the administration right now, how important East Carolina is. Why did you sacrifice all those day, two days back in the day and all the sweat, the blood, the tears, the fights at practice, all that stuff. Why did you do that? If you're just going to have two guys twiddling their thumbs and not do anything. And they, and they might get mad at me for saying that, I'm just trying to motivate them, just like a coach in Semenza's face. If I have to be the coach for Gilbert or Ryan Robinson, something, wake up. Let's have more buildings um, pop up. Let's have more things happen. Cincinnati, you know what? Cincinnati didn't happen overnight. I read an article. Guess how long it took them, Matt? Ten years. Ten years to get where they are now. They Mm -hmm. had owners. They started spending a whole bunch of money. And we're not talking about the million. If we had a whole bunch of million dollar donors, and you know, it would be great. Let's go ahead and get those uh, those donations up for the Pirates Unite. You know, all the different things we got going on the Capital Campaign. 
Um, let's do that because guess what? The wins are going to be coming for Mike Houston. The wins are going to be coming, we know, for Godwin and a lot of other Olympic sports we're doing well in. And we hope that basketball is successful, obviously. But, guys, you've got to, got to be lobbying right now. That's why you get paid the big dollars. That's why you hear the sorry guy on a podcast say, um, why aren't you doing anything? We've got to have something happen here. And I'm not saying being panicking. I don't really have to panic. But at the same time, on the reverse, the other end, my friend, we could sit here and do nothing. And all of a sudden, we won't even – what if we don't even get in the sun belt? You know what I'm saying? There's there's a lot of scenarios that could happen that could be bad. I think that things will be good. I think we're going to be okay. But sitting around with nothing is not a good plan. No, it's not. And, and you know, I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. And for all, for all I know, they've been on the phones today. But my if I could give one piece of, of advice to the East Carolina administration, it would be to play offense, be proactive, go on the attack. Yes. Do not sit back and wait. Call everybody you know. Work the phones. We need to be salesmen. We need to be selling this program. We need to sell what we're best at. And, and what I feel like we're best at at East Carolina, we have a passionate fan base, our game day environment. There's a conference out there that wants that game day environment. Um, it's valuable. It is extremely valuable. Um, we know it, but we have to, like I said, we have to sell it to the rest of the country. And that would be my advice. Play offense. Do as much as you can, working every contact you have, um, you know, like you said, contacting the Mike Oreskos, the Big 12 commissioners, uh, state legislatures, you know, the governor of North Carolina, everybody. Um, and put yourself in a position where at least when it's all said and done, you can say we did everything we can. Because you and I both know, Dave, in the past, when we've been hit with realignment, um, going back to, you know, the late 90s, I, I think it's fair to say that we haven't always put our best foot forward. So that, that that would be what I'd say to the administration. As a matter of fact, when you look at Virginia Tech and East Carolina, uh, we were even in the 90s. But when they got in the Big East, remember that? It's all of a sudden our program was shooting up, but we had Virginia Tech like, like a rocket. Then they ended up in the ACC. So um, anyway, it's going to be fun. It's going to be real. I appreciate everybody tuning in one final thing matt i want to wish you and your family bubba kyle happy independence day let's not forget why we're celebrating the fourth of july and you know what's great matt and i could disagree on politics we could argue on the floor of the house of representatives or state and guess what afterwards we're gonna be drinking beers and hugging and having a good time and i'm hoping one day our country can um, do that again and be like Semenza and i we can or kyle and i everybody probably thinks that kyle and i hate each other we don't um, we are very passionate. <laughs> I know you thought about that, like we're on Fox or MSNBC or CNN or something. But you guys, um, I always say you're like Bayless and Stephen yeah. A. You too, yeah. but but you guys get along great. And I, I agree with you. Happy Fourth of July to everybody. You know, I'm the last of the. I consider myself the last of the moderates in this country. I'm so, there with you. Uh, I think we uh, we definitely tend to to meet in the middle on our politics, Dave. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. hope everybody enjoys the weekend. I know I'm going to. And uh, looking forward, like I said, hopefully. Well, I don't know if I'll say hopefully, but I do think the next time we talk on Tuesday night, Dave, the next domino will have fallen. I, I tell you what, I, I'm just – it's 
is killing me. I want to know. I want to know right now. Like the old National Enquirer commercial, inquiring minds want to know. Uh, yeah. But that's a great thing. It's kind of like a cliffhanger. We'll definitely find out. This is a fluid story. We'll, uh, obviously, any breaking news, we did this emergency podcast tonight. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, Bubba's been producing in the background. Thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll be back. We're going to take a holiday hiatus. And we'll be back on Tuesday night right after the holiday. And we'll have a full show for you. Until next time, for Kyle, Bubba, Matt, and all the great listeners of yours, I'm Dave Richmond. Uh, go Pirates. We'll see you next time, everybody. My heart is purple and gold. I'm a pirate, crying up my soul. And I don't back